Both Tom and Sarah had had spells on antidepressants, and their as yet unsuccessful attempts to produce a brother or sister for Sophie had added to the strain. Sam looked down at the toy rabbit Tom was holding. His fingers were stroking the fur of what was Sophie's favorite toy. I really believed everything was going to be okay, Tom said finally, still looking straight ahead at the wall. I never doubted it, not for a second. Ever since she was born, since the first time the doctors told us that she had problems, something deep down inside made me believe that it was all going to be all right. Again, they sat in silence and Sam waited. Tom shook his head, still absent-mindedly stroking the rabbit. There were no tears. His face was a mask, hiding the torment. I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe that our little Sophie, that she, she might not make it. Our Sophie, we might never see her smile again, never look her in the eyes. I just can't get my head around it. It won't sink in. I'm so sorry, Tom, Sam offered. Tom pinched his eyes to stem a single tear. He looked at Sam. Was I just deluded, believing that it would all be okay? No, Sam replied. You believed it too. You thought she'd be okay, didn't you? You really believed. Sam nodded. There's still hope. She's a fighter, Sam, continued Tom, almost pleading. You could see it from the very beginning. That first look she gave me in the delivery room, when I held her for the first time. She's strong, isn't she? Again, Sam nodded. Now the tears were really falling, dripping down onto Tom's lap. She's a fighter, Sam. She wants to live. She wants to grow up, go to school, get married, have children. She wants that. I, I know she does. She'll battle for it. We all will. Sam brought a comforting arm around Tom's back. We've got to stay positive. But there's also a chance that it might just be too much for her. You have to prepare yourself for that. If only her heart had become available last week, last year, maybe she'd be okay now, living a normal life like she should be living. I know, Sam agreed. But we have more of a chance now, now that her situation's worse. I don't understand. Will we have a better chance of finding a heart quicker now that it's critical? Sam shook his head, reluctantly puncturing Tom's hope. But he knew he could do untold damage to Ray's expectations. Sophie was already at the top of the list. What are the chances that a heart might become available in time? I can't say, Sam admitted. But if Sophie is too ill, we might not be able to operate even if a heart is there. I just can't understand what happened, lamented Tom. I can't understand it. She was doing well, wasn't she? She was, Sam confirmed. But her heart is weak, and there's always a possibility that something like this could happen at any time. I, I don't know what went wrong. What did Mr. Churchill tell you? Tom put a shaking hand to his head, clinging to his graying hair. I can't really remember. Something about 
Oh, I don't know. Something about internal bleeding. You weren't in there, were you, in the theatre? No, I'm sorry. Really sorry I couldn't be there. Could you have done better? I mean, if, if you'd been there. You know her better, you know her case. Would you have done anything differently? Dr. Churchill is a highly skilled surgeon, Sam replied. I wouldn't have done anything differently. It wouldn't have made a difference. I'm sorry, Tom. And that was true. Even if Mr. Khan had been there himself, it would have probably ended in the same result. So why did he still feel so bad? Why did a part of him, deep down, truly believe that if only he'd been around, that wonderful little girl would now have a better chance?